Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Cryptid Shack. Today, we will be talking about and learning more about the elusive Jersey Devil. That's right. The Jersey Devil is like, from what I know, the Jersey Devil is only reported in, in uh, you guessed it, New Jersey. <laughs> but whatever, let's, let's get right into it. So, Jersey Devil is uh, described as a creature... And no depth, it's a creature, and it was reported in the Pine Barrens of southern New Jersey. Um, the Jersey Devil is often described as a flying biped or bipedal creature or cryptid, whatever, with hooves, but there are many variations. Just keep that in mind. Um, common description is that of a great or of a great of a goat, excuse me, of a goat or a horse like head. Leathery but wing, leathery but like wing type like bat wings, horns with small arms but clawed hands and forked tail. Um, it is often reported to move quickly and um, is often described as emitting a high pitched blood curdling scream. And what's interesting of, of people reporting it to have a high um high pitched scream. There's some videos online of people being in the woods and submitting them to like YouTube or somewhere, some forum on Reddit or something. And you know, you can never trust the internet, but don't trust the internet fully at least. Not Never trust the internet. But there's often reports, or not reports, videos that are published that um, are like in the woods, take place in the woods. And you can hear in the background something screeching like, like an awful scream is like other word otherworldly and it's like really creepy but yeah um people say it is described as like a it's a very weird body of the creature like a horse like head or a goat like head long big leathery wings um clawed uh clawed not, it wouldn't be hands it'd be like hooves i guess you could say maybe it has hands i don't know um, small arms, but, like, big hind legs, furry, I'm guessing. It's very, very interesting. So, uh, I'm gonna, this is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna read a couple, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read the legend behind how people think that the Jersey Devil was, um, basically, uh, like, brought into this world, I guess, or how the first be came to be. It's actually a pretty th interesting story. So, um, the Jersey Devil is originated with a Pine Barrens resident named Jane Leeds, known as Mother Leeds. Um, the legend states that Mother Leeds had 12 children, and finding, finding out that she was pregnant with a 13th time, cursed the child in frustration, crying that the child would be the devil. During 1735, Mother Leeds was in labor on a stormy night while her friends gathered around her. Born as a normal child, the thirteenth child changed into a creature with hooves, a goat's head, bat wings, and a forked tail. Growling and screaming, it killed the midwife before flying up the chimney and heading into the pines. In some versions of the tale, Mother Leeds was supposedly a witch and the child's father was the devil himself, which we know is most likely not true. Uh, some, uh, I already said that. Oh yeah, also some variations of the legend also state that there were subsequently an attempt by local clergymen to exorcise the creature from the Pine Barrens, or that the creature proceeded to kill local children. 
very interesting uh, upbringing, I guess, of the creature. And I've actually heard the story before, too, um, about how the Jersey Devil was thought to be uprung. Very interesting stuff, very interesting stuff. See a mother who is very frustrated with having 12 children. That is a lot of kids to have. Wow. <laughs> but still, like, so frustrated that legend says that she cursed the child saying that he's going to be the devil. And well, she, get what you wish for, I guess, right? <laughs> but yeah, it's some scary, scary stuff indeed. Uh, from what I know, I have never heard stories of the Jersey Devil being seen or like reported anywhere other than New Jersey. There's, there's like the thing called the Goat Man, which is gonna be a podcast for a later time, and that is like not not even. I mean, not not that it's not not close, but it's not similar to the Jersey Devil. Jersey Devil is like more of a I don't know, more or less of a creature, like a more of a horse type creature than a goat man. But a lot of people also think that the Jersey Devil has a lot of to do with paranormal and like super, um, supernatural was more of a supernatural being, which I would agree to. But yeah, so right now I'm gonna read a couple stories of sightings that people have had throughout the years of the Jersey Devil. So this first one is called Bonaparte and the Devil. One of the first reported Jersey Devil sightings was in 1812, when Joseph Bonaparte, Napoleon Bonaparte's older brother, claimed that he saw the Jersey Devil while hunting near his Bordentown estate. Sightings occurred and the legend grew, fueled by animal attacks, strange footprints, and reported filed and reports filed by Eyewitnesses who are, who supposedly encountered the beast. Here we see a short story of potentially Napoleon Bonaparte's brother relaxing in his estate, which I don't know where that place is located. But you see that he is reported to have witnessed uh, unfamiliar and unrecognized creature that later would be described as the Jersey Devil. Pretty interesting stuff. Pretty interesting stuff. Alright, this next story is called Devil Craze of 1909. The devil, the Jersey Devil's fame solidified itself in January of 1909 when nearly 1,000 reports came in from eyewitnesses throughout southern, uh, southern Jersey while testing cannonballs at Hanover Mills Works in the Pine Barrens. Navy Commander Stephen Decatur, Decatur reportedly saw the creature and shot it. The cannonball blew a hole in the devil, but it wasn't phased by the projectile. Strange tracks were found uh, in the fields, but bloodhounds, but, but bloodhounds allegedly refused to follow the tracks. The kids were fine with it all, though, because the schools of Pine Barrows were closed. So, the craze of 1909 is, as of today's date, or today's year, which is 2019 would be a 110 years ago this happened. So you see that this these sightings and stories have been have been um filed for literally over 100 years. So it's nothing new. It's just a reoccurring and more as 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 our technology progresses, we ha- we are more p- capable of spreading these stories out to people 
and like get making it well mo well known in the world which is why i'm so grateful for all these platforms that we have today like podcasts and youtube and instagram and all these social media platforms where we can get across and the and the internet in general where we can get across our stories and have other people not just like you know say people we know like even people we don't know to to get to listen and to read those stories and have maybe a piece of what was going through a person's mind when they saw it so people know that they're not the only person who has experienced this so enough with my blabbing time for the next story or next report sorry this report is called titled Salem cab attack in 1927 the Jersey Devil fad died out, which I don't know why people say it's a fad. It's not really a fad. It's proven and reported by a lot of people. Um, out for a while until 1927 when a taxi driver in Salem City allegedly encountered the Jersey Devil while changing a tire. The man told the police that the winged creature was pounding on the roof of the cab. So that's a really short story of a, of a cab driver who apparently... Um, you know, encountered this thing and didn't really know what it was, but good enough detail that he saw to describe it or to describe it to people. So yeah, um, this is also kind of a short story. It's called Wanted Rewards Offered for the Devil. In 1960, several residents of Mays Landings heard horrifying screams in the night. There was no ex explanation for the noises and the people began to panic. Police hung flyers assuring residents that the Jersey Devil was a hoax, but a circus owner count, count, or countered that appeal by offering a $100,000 reward for anyone who could capture the creature. No one received said reward. So we see people taking advantage of these cryptid sightings as a form of income or just form of some cash to put in their pocket. And you see it, seeing it being put down by police and law enforcement, which is nothing new, by the way, because um, for years and years and years, people have been um, telling stories and talking to others about their encounters, and also a lot of people have been mentioning about how law enforcement and even government get involved and try to silence people, which is not right. People need to know, um because you would think that a lot of people know because of the inter interwebs and whatever. But it's not that... It's okay, a lot of people may know it, but not a lot of people believe it. And a lot of the um, a lot of that has to do with the government and the law enforcement putting it down and hiding it from people. Which is not right because people are supposed to know what is living um, what is living amongst them. Like, people need to know. It's, it's not right. You just need to do something about it. But yeah, that was that one. Um, the next story is called Devil on the Roadway. Marty Ritzer Christensen told Weird New Jersey that she got the heebie-jeebies one night in 1972 when she spotted the Jersey Devil on a green tree on the on a green tree road. Excuse me. Christensen was driving from Blackwood to Glassboro when she says she saw a towering figure cross the road about 25 feet behind her her car. She described the figure as standing taller than an average man with thick hunches and like a goat and a huge woolly head. Very interesting. Uh, pretty descriptive in encounter seeing as, seeing as it was only 25 feet behind her. 
some pretty scary stuff. Um, I definitely would not would not want to be in her place being 25 feet away from a potential Jersey Devil, which that's what it seems like from the description. But anyway, but anyhow, like I would not I would not want to be near any creature that would be unexplained and looking that terrifying. So yeah, so next story. This one is called Mysterious Deaths. Forest rangers are experts in on the wild fire and the wildlife that ha- inhabits the woods and per- that they patrol. Excuse me. But in 1980, Warthon State Forest Chief Ranger Alan McFarlane saw that saw something that both grossed him out and stumped his wild animal knowledge. A brutal scene on a southern Jersey farm where a pack of pigs had been killed. He reported that the pa- that the backs of their heads were eaten and their bodies were scratched and torn. However, there were no tracks surrounding the bodies and no blood on the ground. Could the Jersey Devil have been hungering for some bacon? See a little comedy in the, in the end. But in all seriousness, a group of pigs slaughtered, their back of their heads ripped off, and they're scratched and torn to pieces. See, I don't know how, how many animals can, or how many things, beings out in this world can do this. Especially without leaving some kind of footprint or some kind of evidence of something leaving the, the you know, the scene or whatever. That's actually super crazy. And also, keep in mind that with all this that happened, there was no blood found on the ground. In a normal circumstance, you can expect to find more blood than, more blood than you want to see in one day. <laughs> but in this case, there's no blood anywhere. So what could have happened to all that blood? I do not know. Maybe the Jersey Devil drinks it or, you know, whatever. I do not know, but it's really interesting. Alright, next story. Um, This story is called Asbury Park Press Reports Sightings. Alright, let's read this. In in 1988, an Asbury Park Press reporter told the story of a Howell Township resident who claimed to have encountered the Jersey Devil seven years prior. This eyewitness must have been up close and personal with, um, with the Jersey Devil because he describes the beast... Uh, right down to his large teeth. That's then his story. So, from what little information I could gather there, um, I assume that he had a very up close and personal, and, um, uh, and, obviously a very scarring encounter with this creature that will ever will, will that have that has forever changed his life. Excuse me, I was getting a drink. But yeah. That's that one. Alright, next story. We've got a couple more left, and then we'll be wrapping up the show. Uh, this one is called Dirt Bikes and the Devil. In the late 1980s, a group of friends went camping and riding dirt bikes in the Pine Barrens. While riding down a trail about 100 yards from camp, the bikes all stalled. Once, one said it could have had to do with the terrain or the nearby power plant. However... As, sadden, as suddenly as the bikes quit running, the men heard a piercing, inhuman scream coming from the woods. When they returned to camp, those who stayed behind said they also heard the screams. 
That evening, one of the men went into a local bar and told the bartender about the screaming in the woods. The bartender informed the visitor that he had most likely had an encounter with the Jersey Devil. Now, this is very interesting because this is one of the first encounters that I hear about um, vehicles, or in this case, dirt bikes, being stalled randomly all at once, not like one at a time or maybe just one dirt bike. This is all dirt bikes at once stalling, and as soon as it stops, following the stalling of the dirt bikes and not them not working, I hear an inhuman screech in the woods. And it's also heard by not ju- by not just the people who were on the dirt bikes, but people back at camp too. So there's not many creatures out there that can make a inhuman screech like that. And also, may I add, not a lot or the the chances that it would happen right after their um right after their dirt bike stopped working is also very strange if you think about it so yeah those that one all right the next story that we have is called was that the jersey devil in 1993 forest ranger john irwin was driving along mulaka R- river sorry if i butchered that name when he saw a strange creature blocking the road ahead of him. He said it was about six feet tall with horns and matted black fur. The two stared at each other for several minutes before the creature turned and ran into the forest. This is very interesting because you see a forest ranger on his way, um, mind his own business, and he saw the creature. But here you, you don't... What's interesting here, you don't get a description of wings or a tail. So this might be confused with the goat man because, only because the man is not described. Maybe he was just so scared and staring into the, the creature's eyes that he didn't notice wings. But it says that it was only matted black fur and horns. And may I add that usually with wings, it would the creature would turn around and fly away maybe. But here... The creature turns and runs, which is very interesting. I've not heard that yet. Very interesting. All right, next story. Um, we're going to read two more stories, and then we'll be done with this podcast. This story is called Smithville Surprise. One evening, while taking out the trash, Fran Capallo, owner of the Smithville Inn and the village, in the village and village, I'm sorry about that. In Galloway Township, saw a strange shadow projected into the wall, onto the wall before her. She said that she said she looked up and saw a shadow of a beast with wings. While the image had to be frightening, Capallo said that she um she felt calm as if the Jersey Devil was watching over her. Interesting. Interesting. So so this is probably one of the few encounters ever of people seeing something that might be resembling the Jersey Devil or any creature that they don't know that is unexplainable and not being scared. Like, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> so yeah, that was that story. And then the last story for today before we wrap up is called 10 Feet Tall and Stopping Traffic. While traveling on Route 9 in Bayville, three cars were forced to slam their brakes when, according to one witness, a long head of short, flat ears. Wait, 
A Jersey Devil figure with a long head and short, flat ears ran across the road. One witness reported that the creature emerged from the wooded area near a mini mall and galloped onto the, in the front of the traffic, disappearing into the woods on the other side of the street. Wow. That's uh, pretty scary. You see a road stopping people, or uh, the Jersey Devil stopping people where they are and going onto traffic and onto the other side of the woods, which is very interesting because more than one person saw it. So there's more than one eyewitness. Very interesting. Also near a populated area, so kind of unusual if you think about it. Uh, you would think that these creatures don't want to be seen or acknowledged that much, but it turns out to be the exact opposite. Alright guys, thank you for watching. I, I'm i really... Uh, I'm really excited for the future of this podcast, and I have a lot of episodes planned to do, so stay tuned, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and if you guys haven't um, listened to my last episode, which was my, was, which was my first official full podcast, then I suggest you guys go ahead and check that one out if you guys would like to. Alright guys, thank you guys for watching, have a nice day, see you guys in the next episode.